interesting gospel lesson this morning. Jesus has to explain yet another parable. Now what you have to remember in context is the Jewish nation at that point had a lot of rules and regulations as to what they could and could not eat. Things that were kosher and not kosher. Beef had to be prepared a certain way. Meat could not touch milk product. Couldn't eat pork. And there's a lot of them in the Old Testament, in the codes of the Old Testament, and the laws of the Old Testament. Things that you just couldn't do. Or certain ways you had to prepare meals or food before you put it in your mouth to keep it clean or kosher. Jesus sort of debunks the whole thing and says, anything that my father created was good. So what goes in is not defiled, it's not evil, it's not, it's what comes out. That's evil. So let's look at that a little bit. Let's walk down that road a little bit. Now, be honest. How many of you have said something that has come out and it just slips? Okay. Sometimes unintentionally, sometimes intentionally. I love to listen to children because they can be so brutally honest. And they really just don't know better. Story on myself. I was still able to ride in the seat of a grocery cart. That's how little I was. And we would go down the aisle. My mother tells me this story because I actually don't remember this story. But my mom says we were going down the grocery aisle. And, of course, my mom's getting a sundried stuff and that kind of stuff she's putting in the cart. And we pass a woman who is of size. That's the correct way of saying it, right? Unfortunately, as a child, I was not PC at that time. And as, my, as we are walking towards going up the aisle, and we get about sideways to this lady who also has the cart, I quaintly turn and in the greatest smile that I could produce, looked at the woman and go, why are you so fat? <laughs> it was, may have been the truth as I saw it as a child, may not be the most appropriate words to use at the time. Of course, my mother completely mortified at that moment. Excuse me, he's just, you know. (laughs) But I can imagine that somewhere in your life, you have said something that just leapt from your lips. And then realizing that once it left from here, you couldn't take it back. And then it's one of those, okay, fine, I gotta make this, I gotta fix it, I gotta fix it. It's not what goes in that defiles, it's what comes out. There's that old cliche, my mom said it before, and I've heard other people say it. It's not what you say, but how you say it. Now, there comes a point in our life when we do that little, again, it's a ping pong match. Little parlaying of words back and forth. It's that zinging 
to see who can get the one up. You know, that's done in jest. It's the words that come from our mouth that can wound and hurt more than anything in this world. Physical wounds we can heal from fairly quickly. Emotional and spiritual wounds take much more time to heal. So we have to be careful at the words that we use and the tone and attitude behind them, the intention behind them. How many of you have ever had to bite a bar of soap? Okay. Wasn't that a pleasurable experience? I watched my brother do it one time. Of course I had to watch. He was going to bite the soap. He said a few choice words that he chose that my mother would not have chosen. My mother heard them. Snatched his little head up. That's the best way to put it. Dragged him into the bathroom, turned on the water, grabbed the bar of soap and said, bite. My brother went, what? (laughs) Said, bite. I'm going to clean out that dirty mouth of yours. So he did. He had to bite this. I mean, and it wasn't these little, it was, you had to put teeth prints in the soap. And this wasn't this soft dove stuff that we use now. It was this, it was a real bar of soap. Lava. (laughs) He had to bite it. And of course, I just conveniently happened to be standing near the door when I watched this. I took great revelry that I was watching this. <laughs> of course, then the 20 question, well, how did it taste? What did it taste like? Did you get it all out of your mouth? You know? We have to watch what we say to each other. We have to be Christian with each other. We have to... We have to keep in mind that what we confess and profess is an important thing in our lives. The statement that claims who we are, more importantly, whose we are. That's what counts. And so I'm going to do something completely shocking. I'm going to be as bold as the woman in the story this morning who decides to take Jesus on and Jesus' theology. Jesus knew what his ministry was. It was to the house of Israel. But this woman comes up and says, you know what? It's more than that. It's to us too. We are to be included in this kingdom. And I'm going to challenge that. And Jesus goes, great is your faith. She was bold enough to stand up and make a statement. And so now I'm going to do the exact same thing with people who don't even know I'm about to do this. Vestry members who were at this vestry retreat, including Linda and Susan, stand up. Who are here. I want to tell you something and look around St. Paul's. These people gave of their time this weekend. Friday and Saturday, your vestry and myself met. And we decided that we needed to bring together a lot of different things. Ministry, ideas, statements. And I will tell you now that we now have a new mission statement for this church. If you look at the front of your bulletin, the very first page, you will see what is the current mission statement. It's a little long. No, you can't sit down yet. (laughs) 
It's a little long. So we decided to become a little more concise, a little more succinct, a little more. And believe me, there were three different versions that were written. Here's the new one. And from this point on, you will see it on the front of your bulletin. It will hit our websites. It will hit every part of our literature. It is the mission of St. Paul's to love and celebrate God as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Here, we welcome, accept, and respect you wherever you are in your spiritual journey. That's the new mission statement. It says exactly who we are, but more importantly, whose we are. And we set a list of priorities as to what we are going to do in this next year from this point on. Priorities listed in order are youth, Christian formation, in-reach, which is pastoral care, caring for everyone that's within these walls, outreach, and the last one is stewardship. All of this will become very, very clear. So what I want to ask the people who are standing is your impression of this weekend. If the woman was going to be bold enough to speak within the crowd, to be the one voice, I now give you that opportunity to do the same. You don't have to. It was a We disagreed on some stuff, but in the end, it was all genuine. Hopefully, we'll go forward. We were all headed in the same direction. We just came out a little differently. It was virtuous, tedious, tiring, and inspiring. Um, we wrote, there were three different mission statements, and then one and more format and changed. It was a wonderfully cooperative time, and I personally love hearing other people's thoughts. Very enlightening and informative, and a lot of progress was done. Everyone really put 150% into everything they did, and there's no holding back, and uh, it was uh, very, very interesting. Before we came up with that mission statement, members were the ones who, who took the time to step out of the box and go to an overnight retreat, being bold enough to say, okay, God, we are here. We've come together in your name. You've promised to be with us. Now show us what you want us to do. Lead us and guide us into a new adventure. And that's exactly what happened. And that's exactly what's going to happen. Over the coming weeks and months, there's going to be a lot of stuff coming out of this church. Youth is going to be a number one priority. As far as programs, I've had a conversation with Josh. We are meeting this Friday. We're going to get this youth program up and with the resources and the, and the energy and stuff behind it. Christian formation, the same thing. We're starting to talk about what we need, boldly what we need. 
And so I need to hear from you what we need in Christian formation. Whether it's a co-ed class, whether we need to offer a Sunday school hour versus during the service. I need to hear from you. And if we do offer certain things, I need to know that you're going to be there to participate in it. Because without that, it loses all its energy. But we are going to move and breathe and have our being. That new mission statement has a, has a trinity statement in it. It talks about love and celebrate. And no matter where you are on your spiritual journey, we will be there. You are accepted here. We will walk with you. I don't know what more can be said. In two simple sentences. The woman challenged Jesus to be bold enough to accept her when she wasn't really in the club. So now I make the same challenge to you. Find a ministry in this church where you can live, thrive, breathe, and get involved. Get involved. Be bold enough to step out and say, here I am, let's go. If it's youth or Christian formation, in-reach, outreach, stewardship, whatever it is in your life that you have a passion for, I want to know about it. We as a vestry want to know about it. We as a church want to know about it. That's the challenge. To find a place within these walls that you can be whatever God has asked you to become. We all have a gift, skill, and talent. Use it. It's amazing. Do you know how difficult it is to get 13 people together to decide on verbiage on two sentences? Get a boardroom of people together and try to make one decision. Really? And yet we did it. We sat together. We prayed together. We called upon the Holy Spirit to be with us and walk with us. And it happened. And said, so now let us become the bold, the bold voices that now start shouting the same thing. Help us, Lord, to do what it is you want us to do. It is the mission of St. Paul's to love and celebrate God as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Here, we welcome, accept, and respect you wherever you are your spiritual journey. Amen.